0: Yep, basically a micro niche internet celebrity.
1: Yeah. You are probably the most, um... Well, here's the thing, because people know the site. I know, really I did know great things all, though, to right? not
0: post a black and white <laughs> picture of myself like it's the back of my fucking novel. Yeah. With the fucking hand on the chin pose and everything. Because I have a very normie life where, like... I don't know. It would just fuck up a lot of shit for me to be out of the broom closet right now.
2: In the first Aeon, I was the Great Spirit. In the second Aeon, men knew me as the Horned God, Pangenitor, Panphage. In the third Aeon, I was the Dark One, the Devil. In the third Aeon, men knew me not, for I am the Hidden One. In the third aeon, I appear before you as Baphomet, the god before all gods who shall endure to the end of the earth. In this new aeon, I appear to you as C-M-N. Imagine that there is a brilliant white light just above... Is commentary on the magic
0: art in the year of the court, and the of terrestrial birth? Oh, that was very educational. Now magic will take
2: place. Don't be fooled by what I just said.
1: Welcome, welcome, everyone. I am Santa Monica Kennedy, and this is Chaos Magic News, the only news podcast with its own I Ching hexagram. As always, I'm joined by my positively lovely co-host Gern Blenstein. How you doing, Blenstein? <laughs> Everything good? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I've I've had a day, but <laughs> we'll get into that later, I guess. Oh, okay. We got somebody else with us, though, right? We do. We have one of our absolute favorite like directly, like directly over your left shoulder with you, or. Like right shoulder, but you yeah.
0: failed the divination, my
1: friend. I know. Yep. Sorry, you suck. Oh <laughs> right good. shoulder. Turn in your magic card. <laughs> you're kicked out of magic. <laughs> okay. Yes. You've been banned from Chaos Magic. <laughs> we have Matt from Chaos Tarot.com with us. Woo! Hey Matt. How you doing, man? Yeah. Old and awkward. Yeah. You're not you're not as awkward as when we first met. Because we're both autistic that's that's his uh that's his Ooh. diagnosis i don't know i'm not sure you you got the diagnosis i didn't yeah but we
0: get along so that's
1: <laughs> that's the diagnosis
0: that's the diagnostic criteria we wouldn't get along if <laughs> if only one of us won. so
1: <laughs> so right off the bat i've been tossed out of chaos magic and you've been accepted into the fold of the tism yes Great podcast. Yeah, we're definitely not getting canceled. All right. Well, all of that aside, I guess we'll just roll right into the intro topic then, because I know Matt is going to be the best person we could possibly have on the show for this one. I am the best person in all situations,
0: <laughs> objectively.
1: No, so we wanted to talk about things in magic that we just don't understand or don't get or have never worked, essentially. Everything. yeah magic's not real it doesn't work all of it (laughs) nice (laughs) right well i guess matt since you're the guest we can start with you what's what's the thing that's never worked for you and you just don't fucking understand it um tarot
0: Ooh,
1: everyone's gonna freak
0: out about that one i love it see the thing that with tarot is that it's too much to learn it's just a pain in the ass you want to get my attention there should be like five of them not 78 of them and and then they're reversed and then blah 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 then everyone argues about them so i just don't have time to fucking learn that shit it's i don't want to memorize all the stats of your spiritual pokemons (laughs) it's too much to remember and when you just ask me, okay. I can just tell you the answer the- without having to deal any cards out, and I'm right every time because I have discernment. <laughs> I'm a pretty smart guy, and I could just—I pretty much know like what's every tarot spread. What do I need to do in in, what's in my endeavor that- for <laughs> this business? I already know what to do. I know I'm an adult. I know, I how, know how, to, how to run a ma- business. Navigate the fucking world. What if he likes me? Does he oh. like me? Fucking how do you not know <laughs> how does
1: the act on you dumb shit like <laughs> you know it's i i well, do i do have to say apparently i was gonna say apparently i'm bad at this because uh <laughs> i i'm definitely the person that has to go like do they like me or not because you can be like holding my hand on a couch and then i'll oh. leave and not get your number and then uh and then get hit up then get a message later being like so you're just gonna leave without saying what's like getting my contact or anything like oh i didn't realize that that was a thing my my bad wow you're lucky they actually followed up with you that's never happened with me there's like oh i guess he's gay or something i oh i you you can't no no no. you can't let somebody like this walk out the door
0: (laughs) so how do you feel about tarot then as someone who doesn't know
1: oh Oh well, I no. I'm a I'm a huge tarot person. like the last episode or the one before that. Yeah, the episode seven. Do
2: You think those two things are related?
1: Which two things? The my, my obliviousness. Yeah, you don't know my shit, obliv- and you have to My ask absolute cards oblivion. I do know shit, yeah, and I my, don't have to
0: ask the cards.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but no, the uh, the uh, the. I'm sorry. I'm not. Overall, trying to be I'm. Mean. I'm a no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all we do is give each other shit. Don't worry about it. There's, but uh, no. I'm. I'm huge on tarot. I, I'm definitely not somebody that feels the need to grab a tarot deck every time I have a problem or like, what do I do? But when I'm absolutely stumped about something, I find it to be a a really useful one. And the fact is, is that. When you learn that, like, every five card has a certain thing that runs through it, where it's like, all right, fives really mean this, and you just understand what the suit is about, then it, it becomes a little simpler. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's type. It's, you know, like, you know, Charmander's yeah. a fire type, you know, fives are Gabora
0: type. That's how this thing works. Yeah, A lot of people only see the suits. Well, yeah. Once, they, once you realize that, you know, all cups have this in common, but then all kings have this in common. then
1: it's- Yeah, you know, it's, it's the spreadsheet mm-hmm. of tarot. I mean, I was going to say, because, like, I, I find myself mostly doing divination in general, but, like, tarot, especially when it's, like, magic kind of questions. When I'm looking for, like, all right, I... I can think logically about this, but this is magic, so I'm not going to just sit here and try to like rationalize myself into something. Because the only thing I'm going to come to if I rationalize a bunch of magic stuff is that oh, magic's not real. So let's just go on with my day. Magic is real, my friend. I mean, it's real, but we need we have to say I magic think... is, isn't real so we can use the want 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 sound effect that we always
0: use. You can't do that kind of self talk. You say magic isn't real a hundred times and then try to do something; it's not going to work.
1: <laughs> mm, mm. Isn't there something I remember? There's something about if if you deny magic, everything it's given you will be taken. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what's from. Yeah. But I think I think that's Golden Dawn. Maybe I mean I'm sure some Wicca person probably said it too. It's probably been said by a billion people. Um. So 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 Matt, you don't do any sort of divinatory stuff, or is it I just do. tarot? You don't give a shit about. It's, oh, okay.
0: It's I do even pull tarot sometimes, but I just go by the pictures because I don't want to learn. <laughs> which is, like, burn on me. <laughs> but <laughs> I got enough shit well, going on
1: <laughs> in my life. I don't have I time. don't have time to be looking yeah. up the astrological correspondence so for the tarot by, card. I I'll just go don't. by the
0: picture sometimes. I'll also, I'll do bibliomancy. I'll do, um, I'll do I Ching because I wrote a thing that made it where I don't have to learn that either. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, hey, chaos magic is all about finding the shortcuts. So if like the if the crib notes work, then the crib notes work.
0: I'll do 40 servants because they're all obvious, which is what I love about that deck. You just look at the card and you immediately know what it stands for because it's obvious. You don't have to learn anything.
1: The the deck I mentioned a couple episodes ago, the Archaea is is very similar where it's 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 40. Again, it's 40 cards and it's it's different archetypes. So it's it's very much like, yeah, I know hey, that that thing's a demon. I have a pretty good idea what a demon is supposed to represent in this situation. All right, go. Yep. So what I'm learning from this and for all the aspiring oracle deck and tarot card uh makers out there is you need about 40 cards. 78 is too many. Yes. Just make it simple. People don't have time to be looking up correspondences. Be one of those. If you want to have a bunch of correspondences in your deck, that's cool. Print them on the card like uh, Lon Milo's deck. So it's like, I don't have to look this shit up. It's right there. Like, what's that symbol? I don't
0: know. Tarot is pretty popular. Maybe I'm just the idiot. I mean... Maybe 78 is fine. And
1: You ended up on this podcast,
0: so you're very (laughs) much the idiot, but... I have this problem, too, with divination um, that no matter whether it's tarot or anything else I'm doing, but I can't get out of my own... Head with like i know it's just coming from my own subconscious like i know it's not the cards so why am i even why am i even putting this artificial thing in? <laughs> why don't i just say the answer
1: yeah like i mean <laughs> the, if cards the, aren't magic, the same it's reason me. yeah well it's the, it's the same reason that you it's the same reason that writing out your thoughts can be more useful than just sitting there thinking about it. When you have a tangible media that gives you something concrete that you can at least like, all right, I can start here. It can give you something. If you're just that's sitting true. there with everything in the abstract, then you can kind of lose it.
0: That's kind of how I look at them as like, they're just idea cards, you know, to make you have ideas that you might not have had otherwise, but they're not necessarily.
1: Yeah, no, that's actually great. Um, uh, Blenstein I think you know about these I don't know if you know about them but um, you're Brian Eno the producer musician he had a deck that was just filled with like ideas of like how to make music and the whole idea was it was just a deck full of cards and you would just pull one and it would give you a fucking idea for you to just try something and see what it did and how it helped with making this company nope. and I kind of think that cowbell. More cowbell, every card, just more cowbell. But no, yeah, I I think that's that's a lot of how I look at tarot too. And it's a very similar kind of thing. It's like, it's not even necessarily like, okay, this is what's going to happen. But, you know, back on my big kick of like, this is how we make things intelligible. Like, here's a card I'm going to give you with something on it that's going to help you think about the situation that you're in or whatever's going on. And whether it's like, you know, this is how it's going to be. It's not like we were talking about this earlier. It's like, um, um, like there's a certain class of people that they will pull a bad tarot card and become convinced that that's the bad thing. Like, oh, this is it. It's all done. It's like, oh, Hey, should I start a bit? Should I start a business? Ten of swords. Nope. Never starting a business ever because it's all going to end badly. To bring it back to the tarot conversation we had last time, one more time. I like to do in the middle of a reading, I will, if I'm doing a reading for somebody, I'll stop them and remind them. It's like, Hey, these are all pretty cards on cardboard and they have no concrete bearing on your life. You should do whatever you want. You know?
0: I like that. I if just listened hung- to that one if, if, on the way over and that yeah. was good shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you get hung up, if you see the tower and then you freak out, I mean, you, you might never leave your fucking house again.
0: Yeah. You got to always have in the back of your mind that you could be wrong too, because like, Mm-hmm. If you pull some card that's all fucked up, maybe you just shuffled wrong that time. You know, yeah. maybe that was maybe that was the, the dud. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, yeah.
1: maybe Tarot well, doesn't know I what your also, idea of a good time is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and back to the whole thing that the magic is in whatever's going on inside of you rather than the cards. I've done readings before where I was like, no, I, I can already tell I'm totally off of the mark here. So I'm not even going to bother finishing. <laughs> so...
0: That's good to know. Mostly cuz I hear
1: what I, Mostly cuz I hear what I didn't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what I if, don't like this answer. I love that level of
0: self-awareness though where you're like this is a whole yeah. we need to just throw this reading in the garbage.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and that's something that I feel like people cuz people put you know like think back to what I was talking about before, people put so much stock in tarot as being this big amazing thing that's going to give you all the answers and shit. And like even the most basic preliminary fucking books on tarot like i think crowley even has a thing where it's like if you do this reading and you get like some shit wrong in the beginning ask you know ask for confirmation to see if this is making sense and the person says like no this is not making any fucking sense just give up and do it again maybe later because obviously you don't have it right now it's like that's entirely possible that maybe you just don't know what the fuck's going on at the moment maybe you're just maybe you don't have the mojo right now it's a you know That's good
0: advice for anything, too. Really, people honestly people downplay the value of just quitting sometimes. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm trying to solve a problem at work or something, just go take a walk, and then the answer kind of comes to you instead of sitting there and bashing your head against a brick wall. Just oh, God, take yes. a little break. Come back to it in a minute.
1: Yeah. All right. All, All right. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up. I'll call you guys back in twenty. <laughs> i'm quitting <laughs> all right what about you blendstein what's so, what do you have what do you have that uh doesn't make any fucking sense to you magically okay i i've got a couple but one thing that came to me earlier today i wanted to maybe talk about a little bit so i've always had a a, a recurring problem with sigils not that I don't get sigils to work or that I don't understand how they work. I get the basic concept. But to me, I'm always hung up on the idea that a sigil is essentially a symbolic representation of intent, right? Yeah. But so is just about every magical act. Most most ceremonial magic... Uh, the anything where it's like trance work even like jungian active imagination what are we still dealing with we're just using symbolic representations that aren't actually the, you know the the symbol is something that represents something rather than the symbol so by that logic you could use just about anything as a tarot or a sorry, you could, like I, that's one like you could pull a tarot card and be like all right this is going to represent my intent and i'm going to focus on that you, so where is the where is it in the sigil making process that something becomes enchanted with whatever your intent is or could i just grab something off of my shelf decide that's this is the sigil for the this is the symbol of the thing that i want to happen and i'm just going to focus in on that and then oh bum why am i smashing letters up together and making pretty pictures because hmm. the thing that got me thinking about it was the ai art thing yeah. and you know people are already using that to make sigils but it turns into is is that just as effective or more effective or less effective than sitting there like drawing writing out your intent and then turning it into a symbol well as someone that uses the chaos tarot.com sigil generator like all the fucking time i can't see any reason why using a fucking computer or program at all would have any difference Hasn't in my work. I'm not even just saying that because he's here and looking at me. Like honestly, I use it. I use it all the time, and it's (laughs) like I've never had any. It's never been like, ah, man, if I just wrote this out with a fucking pencil, it'd be so much better.
0: What are they doing with the AI, though? Are they? I'm not a. I don't know what they're. I guess I'm not hip anymore with the techno magic people.
1: (laughs) 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 Are they doing something with the
0: AI that is crazy? What? Are they getting the AI to charge you no, for I them mean, or
1: something? Just, or? I no no no. I, I I'm just talking about people using the, the these art generating programs to make sigils. Oh, okay. And then I assume they're just I'm assume they're just, you know, wanking off over them and firing them off on their own. But it, it goes back to what I'm saying is that
0: Pornhub's a big sigil.
1: If <laughs> if <laughs> like if that because if, if those work, then what's I guess it's almost like what's the point if, if we if we come to the idea that you can use just about anything to make a sigil then you might as well take it the step further of just about anything can be a sigil if you decide that this is what this means and then you treat it like a sigil and you treat it as like this is representing this intent then why do we need to go and do the 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 Austin Osman spare thing of mashing up letters that's kind
0: of the first chapter. Doesn't of even matter. Advanced magic for beginners, right? Yeah. Pretty Chapman's much. like uh, the whole now whole, use yeah. your butt for a sigil. <laughs> now yeah. you reuse that other sigil for a different intent. Or mm.
1: yeah, I it's I think it's just utility at the end of the day. People I don't want to insult the the magic community, but sometimes people have a problem with just being able to find whatever the hell works. You know, it's like Like the back to the pulling a tarot card and be like, all right, that's going to represent my intent. People have a lot of uh, um, pre-existing ideas about what a card means and stuff. They might have a hard time jamming whatever the hell they want into what this is. So it's a lot easier just to, I made it, I wrote it out as a sentence. I know what the sentence means and I can turn that into a fucking symbol okay yeah yeah it could be a shortcut to like it, it,
0: theater too like the theater aspect of magic that helps your belief is to have it be a cool sigil because right yeah it was just anything it wouldn't
1: mm. have the same vibe mm. right and, and you know it's a process of making a sigil too you know even using the freaking generator i'm sitting there typing it out like kind of crafting the sentence so well, it's what i that was gonna get to that was going to get to something I was talking about where it's like, I've definitely used the the sigil generator before and it, yeah, it totally, totally works. It's great. If you just need a sigil real quick and you want to just get one done, like, you know, perfect. But I do know that when it's, when it's had, when it's something seemed a little more important or something that I really wanted to invest some effort into, I've, I'm going to make the effort of actually sitting there and writing stuff out, trying to make the symbol. And then it's like, when I finally have the the sigil finished, I'll probably make, I'll probably draw it out like way bigger and put it on something important, you know, something that look. and that goes back to the theatrics of it where it's like, this is a super important magic symbol. And then I'm going to, you know, so I'm going to make it like three times bigger than the, the original squiggle I had and try to make it look nice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I I think the process in Magic's probably, I wouldn't even say like an underrated thing because I think most people would probably agree. Well, I've, you know, part of it's just the the feeling. uh, If it feels better to draw it out by hand, then you know, and if that's going to make it work better, great. I like
0: to do sigils the old fashioned way too. Like I, I use the the, the uh, app the same way where it's like if I just don't have a pencil or I'm out and about and I need one, but. I love nothing more than mm. to sit down with a pencil and actually draw it out.
1: Well, yeah. we're all old drawing nerds too, so I'm yes. sure that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I used to be a really firm believer that art and magic were joined at the hip. So it's like if you're not a good if you're not a good artist in some shape or or form, you're probably not going to be any good at magic. I've definitely stepped back from that statement, <laughs> but I do think that at least if you are an artsy person, it's going to inform a lot of your practice in a lot of ways, whether you're fully aware of it or not. All right. What were the other ones you had? Uh, I've never gotten astral projection at all ever.
0: It sounds like your sigils work though. So was that one just that,
1: just the idea? That was just the, just the, the whole notion of sigils in general because I just never know where to draw the line. Because I've even, I've had the conversation that it's like sigils are a, a real encapsulation of all magic. Because it's just, it's symbolic actions plus, you know, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then it turns um,
2: into yeah. whatever
1: your intent was. But by going by that logic, a, cere- you know, a ceremonial ritual is a sigil. Yeah, Essentially, it's every, a, what it what is a ceremony. It's 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 symbolic intent. So it's like
0: a thing that represents another
1: thing. I, I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everything, and is everything That was all I was going to say. It's, Panama. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. So it's it it was much less a a like oh I don't I've never gotten these things to work. It's more of a I'm just honestly confused about what's going on here. As far as where are the where are the lines. As yeah. far as, like, when does something stop being you want a sigil? lines and chaos magic? Almost. Oh, you silly child. It's <laughs> almost like oh, everything's you're right, you're a right. sigil, yeah. It's like I got, well, it's almost like I got thrown out of chaos magic at the beginning of the episode. You did, you've been banned. I should read that email on the yep. air. Oh, God. You know what? Let's just do it, because I think this shit's way too fucking funny not to. And I got
0: banned from chaos magic at one point, is where that came from, so... Here we go. This is an email I got from someone after I blocked them from my page, um, which they were posting on because I blocked them from my group. They they found my email and sent me an email. I know you have legitimately deluded yourself into thinking that this absolute garbage website you have has some degree of potential. Let's face it, it. Looks like something that was built in 1995 poorly at that. And I know you are giddy about making draggy-draggy for your little cards. But the fact is, any autistic 16-year-old could make something better in an hour. And you are asking money for this? So you have forced my hand. You are banned from (laughs) chaos magic. Forever. I don't mean Chaos Magic Group or Chaos Magic Study Group or Mickey Mouse and Goofy's Chaos Magic for Morons. I mean Chaos Magic. But I'm going to leave you with a little souvenir. It's a new servitor I've been working on. And she's going to kick you the fuck out herself. (laughs) She's a Viking goddess. And she doesn't tolerate dunces. And I shit you not, it's just a picture of Greta Thunberg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that is uh And and you and we wonder why no one takes any of this seriously. It's br- <laughs> Oh, we're going to believe
0: that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I responded just with my monthly earnings statement <laughs> uh, and a bunch of times just, that he liked my content <laughs> oh before my I God. kicked him out. He was a big fan.
1: Uh, well, we have we have we have great experience with people telling us how great <laughs> they think we are until they we do something they don't like. Oh yeah. We got
0: plenty of that going then on. And they send you a picture of Greta Thunberg, and it's all over. <laughs> that's oh, the
1: part that gets me. Here's my servitor. It's Greta Thunberg. <laughs> so that's That's a question. Yeah. All right, everything's a symbolic representation. What the fuck does Greta Thunberg represent?
0: How dare I? How dare you?
1: <laughs> How dare you? Right. Oh, so... Real quick, back to what we were actually talking about. I mean, no, we subject. had to do that because the minute you showed me that earlier, I was like, "Oh, this is this is it's going, going in the, the episode." So but yeah, you've th- been banned now. Yeah, you've been banned for chaos. also M- Mickey, Mickey and Goofy's <laughs> Chaos Magic for Dummies is going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> that's just uh, too that's good.
0: Oh, uh, you should use the Greta no, but, Thunberg thumbnail. but I mean, I just.
1: Oh yeah, please, please use that image. Uh, I just. Well, it, it, it's cool. We we're starting our own chaos magic with blackjack and hookers, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Forget the blackjack. Uh, you know Forget you know, the chaos. The whole
0: That's how my group started. Yeah, I got the out of another group and I was like, start my own group." <laughs> oh jeez. With blackjack and hookers.
1: But it goes back to what we're saying that most of most occult interactions and most occult quote unquote news is just petty bickering and nonsense. Yes. So
0: Slap fights.
1: Well, yeah. I guess it's good we're covering this. Slap fights. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So though, I was gonna say one thing that I've never, absolutely never, gotten to work is like the whole astral projection thing. And I think it's really? because I'm just way too hung up in imagination. You know i I would have I would be very hard pressed to say that anything weird that went on inside my head that felt like an out of body experience or whatever isn't something that I triggered through, you know, stuff to alter your consciousness and then just imagination,
0: you know? I suck at that one too.
1: I don't have a problem with that because I I very much am a William Blake type where I think the imagination has a quality of divinity to it where just because something is imaginary, I mean, hell, uh, imaginary lines are what make borders. Uh, Imaginary currency is how we have economies. You know, we, we deal with the imaginary on very, very concrete ways every day. So I, I've just never been convinced that I have a subtle body that I can shoot out like I'm negative man and then go, you know, I, Hey, I'm in Toronto now, you know?
0: Yeah, I want it to work. It seems like the coolest idea, but I've never gotten it to work either, and I don't even know if I'm clear on, yeah. is it just an imagination exercise? Because that's how some people describe it, and then other people describe it as, I can literally fucking come visit you and knock on your window, and you'll see my floaty, ghosty form outside your, you know.
1: Yeah, I've, I've had really mixed listeners, results with it. Listeners. <laughs> Listeners, please astral project into the Golganuza compound for CMN and just leave a note. I've gotten really mixed results with it because I've, I spent a long time thinking that like astral projection was just sort of like, you know, an imaginative that brought things. But I've had a handful of experiences and I, I, and I probably really do mean like a handful, like five or six where I saw some shit got up. And like, because that was what, that was the one thing that made me really get into it. Is I started the idea of like, all right, I'm just going to astral project through my house and see what's going on. And there were a handful of times where I saw some shit that was like, oh, hey, my cat knocked over my fucking whatever. And I got up and my cat had knocked over my fucking shit. And I'm like, whoa. And there's lots of explanations I can come up with. You know, maybe I subconsciously had heard it and it was like, okay, I can imagine the cat knocked that kind of shit over. You know, just things like that. You know, there's other explanations. Already. But the long and short of it is I had an experience where I was sitting there astral projecting out into the things. And, you know, I saw the thing and I could by the time I already knew in my head that it was that this had happened by the time I got up. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like a, again, very few and far between, because let's be honest, you want to astral project around your house, just get up and walk around your fucking house. <laughs> you it's know, good it's practice,
0: like, though. Yeah. that's the oh, smartest practice i've ever heard of because everyone wants to like i'm gonna go across the world to china and like right. why how not are you go... gonna confirm that shit you're
1: gonna <laughs> fucking text your buddy in china and be yeah. like hey is xi jinping still there <laughs> yeah not go
0: somewhere you're very familiar with and right. is close by That's yeah that's how to do it
1: yeah I mean, honestly well that's the that's the carlos castaneda thing too where it's like as the as far as the the dream work stuff where it's like, don't try to go somewhere random. Go somewhere that you know in your dreams because then you're going to, one, you're, you're already going to have a familiarity with it. And then, two, you're going to be able to go look at whatever you saw in your dream and then figure out if what you had was any had any bearing or not. Yeah. But. I mean, you know, so don't, don't say we don't come up with anything good on this podcast. We just gave you a very basic and decent practice for once. Don't expect check it. check on your cat. Yeah, go check on cat. your cat. Astral project to your cat. You know, when you're at work, just astral project to your cat. Say hey, stay stay out of there. Stay out of there and you'll see if they stayed out of there.
0: They have the greatest likelihood of being able to see your astral body too because cat superstition.
1: Oh yeah. That You know what? <laughs> I, that wasn't a planned one at all, but that's a curious thing. I've never understood why people think cats are spooky. Maybe just cuz I'm not a cat stare, person. I own stare a cat, at the wall.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's because they that. will stare at the wall randomly for <laughs> hours on end. And you'll like you, people just come to the conclusion. It's Like there's, there's like a ghost there or there's something. Right. Mittens? You know what? I actually, I have a funny experience with that because my cat was staring in the very corner of my apartment in the room that I'm at right now for like an hour and a half. And I was like, what the fuck is she looking at? And I finally got up and I stood on the back of my couch. So I could look at the season. And there was very little tiny bugs sitting there yeah, that I just wouldn't funny. have seen. And I was
0: like, You've been staring at a bug this whole time. Uh, They get all supernatural and they're like, they can sense things we can't sense. And it's like, yeah, we know that, though, because they smell better and see better and hear better.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: It's literally a bug you can't see.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's all it was. (laughs) It was a bug. We all it ever is. Yep. I mean, you know, it, it could be. It might be grandma. You never know. I'm not going to discount it. If if you feel better thinking that your cat can see your grandma walking through your house, you know, power to you. It's not hurting anybody.
0: You want to hear about some speciest shit? Definitely. This is problematic. Why do we assume it's human ghosts, cats, see, and not some cat ghosts? It could be their ancestors. Uh, oh, Boom. Mic drop. Oh,
1: yeah, it's because <laughs> nobody wants the, yeah, no. Well, it's because no one cares about animal ghosts. You have whole religions dedicated to reminding you that it's like, no, your dog, no, little Timmy, your dog isn't going to go to heaven. He doesn't have a soul.
0: That's why we can't find the Loch Ness Monster. It's a dinosaur ghost.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot take. Hot take. Mix. Fucking love it. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, somebody get somebody tell Gunther that. See if he can figure it out. <laughs> he's, he's a Loch Ness right now. The singer, Gunther? Oh, God, no. No. Oh, fuck. Have we ever... Cause, you're not up on Thalema. Have we ever explained to you you know what do you know what Beluskin House is? Um is oh that's that Alistair Crowley uh uh-huh, that's yeah,
0: it's on House. Loch Ness and
1: shit. Yeah. So a while back The Jimmy Page Playhouse. The Jimmy Page playhouse. The Jimmy Page Playhouse, yeah. A while yeah, back Jimmy Page bought it and then some Yahoos bought it. Yeah, it like it got completely fucked and it ended up selling for super It was a cheap. doorway to hell. Yeah. Someone left the door open. No, it was actually because angry, angry Christian extremists lit it on fire. No <laughs> That's bullshit. That's their no, answer no, for no, everything. No. Yeah. The, the, angry, the angry Loch Ness monster ghost got mad and lit the whole place.
0: <laughs> i would have just given him three bitty.
1: He just wanted three bitty. Oh, God. Okay, so... Um, the, the one that I wanted to throw out is the easy one, but Mm -hmm. I, I, it's, it's good because it's got a bunch of little fucking bullshits that we can just all argue about. Um, you, you guys are aware of the seven hermetic principles from the Kabbalion. No, sounds hard to read. Oh boy. You are going to love this one because you're going to get a whole lot of like, I agree with that one. And then like, that's (laughs) stupid as shit. I know I I know Blenstein over there's familiar with this one but if you guys don't know the Cabalion's a book that a lot of people are like really really in the love with the
0: Lord of the Rings right
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bad joke I love it Oh god okay last
0: time Lao was on you asked oh, you said dude. you were into thelema yeah. you were a thelemite and I asked like from Galaxy
1: Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I forgot Ooh. about that. I one. got dad jokes for days. That shit's so fucking oh god. Alright, alright, okay. So, um, it's basically it's a book that claims to be, you know, ancient hermetic principles and stuff. It's not, it's something that some dude in the twentieth century wrote, obviously. Strange. Yeah. You know. Well, but, every book claims to be ancient mystic knowledge and it was just written by some dude. I mean, yeah, but like this one isn't even like this is like if I wrote a book on Egyptology and was just like, hey, all right, so you know, uh Ra the sun god, he was like made of candy. That's what the Egyptians believed. Like that's the level of this is Grant like, Hancock, is that you? <laughs> all right, but but it has seven hermetic principles in it. And um they're they're of interesting uh quality. So the first one is. The principle of mentalism: all is mind. The universe is mental. Where? Yeah. See, I knew you wouldn't. Agree. The, the you wouldn't universe, argue with that one. Oh, the the universe is definitely mental. We're fucking insane, dude. I. We all know my arguments with this one, so I'm not going to make it. But the second one is the principle of correspondence. Well, well, hold on, real 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 quick, because here's my problem with the with the whole mentalism thing. I will definitely concede the fact that everything we experience of the universe has to go through the brain, right? Because that's just how the nervous system works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's a bit like saying that – I'm trying to think of a good metaphor. It's like, it, it's like saying a story is made out of letters, I guess. It's like, no, you needed the letters to be able to tell the story because it's just it, – that goes back to the whole thing with the tarot too where it's like it's a medium that lets you convey an idea. You know, you can tell, you don't have to write down a story. I could sit here and tell you the plot of Lord of the Rings if I wanted to, but... So
0: you're conceding it's that not, it's like filtered through the brain, but you don't buy into like, it's we're all in a dream no, or your thoughts. No, I, the I universe. don't. Okay.
1: Well, I and I would definitely say that there seems to be a reciprocal relationship between how you interact with the reality and how reality behaves. But I don't think that that is the same as saying... Everything is mental phenomena. Well, just because we're throwing it out there, I always go back to that there is no mental and there is no physical. If you're separating them, you're already wrong. They're all the same thing. Yeah. Hmm? God damn it, Descartes. Why are we the
0: only animals that have all these issues and fetishes and shit then? Like
1: (laughs) I I I I hate to tell you this, but I guarantee you there's some study somewhere where we've figured out how to make rats into fucking leather. I hate to tell you this, but I guarantee you. In fact, if there's not, I will fund it right now. Because I mean, there's tons of like, there's there's lots of deviant behavior in animal sex. That's like a it it happens. It's just that I don't necessarily think that it corresponds so easily to the idea of separating. This is the material world where things are, and then this is the mental world where there's material girls. You're really
0: going with the Madonna joke. I love that song. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay. Do,
0: uh, Final Fantasy Seven fan art. <laughs> they were holding Yuffie and singing M- "Materia Girl."
1: <laughs> oh, oh I, it was beautiful. I love please, it. Please go to the next one. <laughs> Alright, all right. so Please. the principle of correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. This principle embodies the truth that there's always a correspondence between the laws and phenomena of the various planes of being in life. Hmm. I mean, from
0: a certain point of view, you could... I mean, yeah. It's kind of like the mental one where it's like, do you mean literally or metaphorically? Because I can get on board with
1: yeah, <laughs> maybe like, one I can, and not the I can other. kind of get along. I, I think... but. Does me saying that is sort of like saying that, like, cause and effect is the thing? Like, well, yeah, obviously, because if it it wasn't, then I would do stuff and then nothing would happen. Well, I've been doing that for years. That's magic, though. That's when you do stuff and nothing happens. (laughs) All right.
0: I've dedicated my life to doing something and just spinning my wheels and never getting anywhere, my good friend. How dare you?
1: Oh, oh, man. oh god. I'm literally <laughs> just going to cut in the <laughs> How dare you every time anyone says it. All right. Um the third one is the principle of vibration. Nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. That's pretty kinky. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I mean about. that's a that's an actual that's a a scientific fact though is that everything is in a everything's in a constant state of motion. Even things that look like they're standing still, there's, you know, what yeah, about you, you subatomically? Think you're, you stuff think you're is spinning moving. your wheels, but you're going, man. What about? Oh,
0: it all connects. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't accomplishing nothing. You were actually vibrating the subatomic level. <laughs> oh,
2: jeez.
0: Um, what about absolute zero, though? Isn't that when all?
1: Yeah, that's when everything stops, go? right? Well, then you're fucked. Oh, yeah, you fucked it. Sorry. Rule three is out. It, 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 Sub-zero wins. Isn't there a thing that, like, if something actually <laughs> hit, it like, absolute zero, it'd create a, a chain effect that would just destroy everything? Yeah, that's sub-zero's fatality. Boom. Fatality. I, like, I, I just like the one where he rips the skull off of you, but that would be okay, too, I guess. Okay, uh, principle of polarity, everything is dual, everything has poles. That's the worst one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's
1: just... Sticking everyone into dualistic
0: thinking—the yeah, the exactly. worst thing you can possibly be stuck in.
1: Yeah, right. It's like everything has one of two uh, poles. Ca- you know, cats or girls, dogs or boys. This is uh, how this works. Well, so you it's, the, it's more, well, well that's, that's exactly what I'm talking out. about. Because it's 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 bad enough that it's it's uh it's giving an implicit dualism to everything. But really, what it's saying is that everything is binary. That there is somehow an either or to everything. And that is just really, really bad thinking. That's the that is, worst. That is terrible yeah, stuff. It's awful.
0: That's the root of all thinking problems. Pretty much. And that's their per, their principle.
1: Yeah, that's a principle. The worst part is it's number four. So you can come up with seven rules, but everything's got two. Okay. Oh, no, sure. I know, right? Good. You
0: already fucked your own self. <laughs> yeah, right? There should be two rules, you <laughs> dumb fucker. <laughs>
1: The two rules of hermetics, shut up and do what I tell you, buy this book. Oh God, I'm not even going to go through all the rest of them, but wait a minute. Oh, he fucked himself because then he has the principle of cause and effect later. You already did that one. That's why he's got more than seven. That's why he's got more than two rules. He's just repeating himself. He, just
0: wanted, he was all about the angel numbers, baby. Yeah. He needed oh, no. seven. Oh, yeah.
1: He's got seven. <laughs> seven is the principle of gender. You already covered that. Seriously, <laughs> the last like three rules are just repeating themselves. Oh I God. don't understand this. <laughs> but. So, all right, there we go. That's that's my that's my uh, bit of magic binary. There's nothing I hate more than
0: feminine and masculine energy. Shut oh, the fuck up.
1: It's literally just it's that's the problem because if you look even if you look across different cultures, the notions of, of what's masculine and what's feminine are really shifty. Yes. And then you look back historically, the ideas of what's masculine and feminine are really shifty. It's like it's all nonsense. It's just cultural pastiche. I'm not going to say that somewhere in my head I probably have some notions about this is masculine, this is feminine. But it, at the very least, I can acknowledge how arbitrary they all are.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not a principle. And then
1: you're going to – and yeah, and you're going to uh, try to – again, that goes back to that's like in your bedrock. That's your mm-hmm. – that's the – that's one of the big seven. It's bad thinking. It's bad ideas.
0: Yeah. None of your seven should be in common with conservatives. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Look, if if one of your seven principles can be fucked up by like a fungus, then you're done. Sorry. What's the masculine and feminine of a fungus, bro? Come on.
0: I mean, we killed that. I mean, it's 2022. I've I've seen some pretty
1: masculine looking fungus, if you know what I'm saying. We non-binaries are out there. (laughs) Yeah. We got... Fucking, every non-binary person <laughs> just looking at the cut right ball and like oh sorry you fucked up fucked up oh god all right well, even if you're not even if you're not non-binary you should look at that and be going like this is fucking stupid yeah it's pretty fucking whack all right and i guess with that one we're on to the holy shit we really went for fucking almost an hour already <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but we've got three people now so that's going to increase like the fact is you, you have more people it's it's going to run longer ah whatever i I've, only reason, i'm still the blaming only reason you it didn't no oh, that's fine i take offense to that <laughs> <laughs> all right but we're going to move on to the most beloved segment of chaos magic news what's it what is in the news indeed all right so let's see i was telling matt earlier he's going to get to see behind the curtain as we scroll through headlines and go like this is shit he's literally just scrolling i really am like there's no secret to this there's There's not like a super computer here that spits out we don't find the good headlines we just find them as we're doing it all right so what you got there oh god Nazi-inspired US prison guards, American Revolution and Ukrainian all? conflict. Highlights from Victor Bouts. Oh god. This is RT and everyone's going to be mad that I'm looking at RT, but I think RT is great for finding ridiculously stupid headlines.
0: Did they just imply that there are prison guards that aren't Nazi-inspired?
1: Yeah, right? Like isn't that No, well I think it's the other way around. I think Nazis are inspired by prison guards. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to I'm just going to throw this out there is that you can look from you can look at studies and investigations done by other law enforcement agencies that openly admit that white nationalists and neo-Nazis have infiltrated just about every spot of law enforcement that you could think of. And this is from other law enforcement. So imagine what they're not telling you. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the fucking slightest.
0: How would you rate me on a scale of Nazi to prison guard?
1: <laughs> uh, look, the, the Hermetic principle: everything is dual. There is Nazi and prison guard.
0: <laughs> Your only options, baby. Those are the two horoscopes. That's that, <laughs> the two right sides joined.
1: <laughs> oh God! How Latin identity became fodder for content. From articles like this, what are
0: you talking about? Yeah, how can you make content fodder about content fodder? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know,
1: see fun. how ironic that is. Oh God, like I, Latin identity is that what it said? Yeah, lat. How the Latin, how Latin identity became fodder, fodder for content.
0: I mean, I can sense that probably without even reading this one, they're probably not wrong, but I just don't see how it's news because that's what content do. Right. It's I just even- constantly mm-hmm. mining everything about everyone's culture and trying to shit it out into a Netflix series or
1: something. Yeah, pretty much. It's Yeah. Yeah. Well and yeah. Uh, I guess that could go on a, a magic level. There's always that thing about uh actually here, real quick. Do you guys think that there is something of a draw as far as spooky woo-woo people where you feel the need to find something that's outside of your your natural culture? Or the, or rather, the culture you were you were born into. You feel like you you need to find something that's quote unquote exotic or whatever.
0: Ooh, I think. Do you mean personally, or do I see that pattern throughout occultism?
1: Do you? Yeah, both. I guess it's definitely
0: a a running theme in occultists. I don't. I try not to do it too much, but I I know I do it a little too. Like there's. Yeah. Even tarot, I'm not, you know, a 14th century Italian gamer. <laughs> so, I guess I <laughs> What am I doing with a tarot imagine deck? If, imagine like, if
1: Twitch had, Imagine if Twitch had came out back then. They'd be like, "All right, guys. <laughs> I'm going to do Oh, well, there's people doing tarot spreads on Twitch now actually." Yeah, there's Come people. Mind. There's an entire market of people doing uh card like openings on fucking Twitch.
0: I keep trying to get Yens to go on TikTok because all day I scroll through TikTok and it's just people doing readings for money. I'm like, why are there not... How is all my friends not on here but all these fucking woo-woo new-agey Wiccans and shit are on here making bank on yeah, TikTok? Yeah, come on! Like, Let's we- go, Chaos Magicians.
1: Because they're for smarter real? than you. <laughs> oh, Fuck. Getting fucked by Gen Z being smarter than us again. Speaking of which... Oh, The first Gen Z member of Congress was denied a D.C. apartment due to bad credit. That tracks. Yeah, right. That's everything I see in this makes sense. Congressman-elect Maxwell Frost was excited. He thought that the first few months of living in D.C., he'd be couch surfing to save money. But as luck would have it, he found an apartment in Washington, D.C.'s Navy Yard neighborhood with monthly rent he figured he could swing. This week, he went to the apartment and spent an hour filling out the application and providing information for a credit check. He submitted a $50 application. Fee. There was one thing he worried about, though. After a year and a half of campaigning and winning, which, having been born in 1997, made him Congress's first elected Gen Z law- lawmaker, Frost had gotten himself in debt. and As a result, he had a low credit. Despite his low credit, Frost said, the apartment representative said he'd be fine. He wasn't. <laughs> that's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked, but it's also like the, welcome to the, the real world. Like That's happened to... to yeah. that's, that's literally everyone I know that's happened to, and most of us didn't get elected to Congress. Well, I
0: mean, if that's his credit score, this is not the first time... Um, he's not his first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? <sure>. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's I mean, pretty sad state of affairs that we're in, I guess.
1: I mean, it's just the... It's it's not a sustainable thing that is going to keep being able to happen in this country. We're like things are going to have to change, but they're not. You know, it's like literally we're just you're just going to see more and more of this where somehow you're going to find people that are in positions that you think would be beneficial and like positions of power that it's like, yeah, I have like no money. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, surprised I'm they don't just by this.
0: I've heard so much weird shit about like how many sick days you get when you're a senator and how like I'm surprised they don't just give them houses
1: all this all this means that in a in a in about a year or two when he has a net worth that's you know a hundred times higher than it is when he came in it's just the reminder of like god it's got to be even easier to corrupt you when you've when you're broke oh yeah you know oh god he's just gonna he's gonna take whatever money they can give him that's probably
0: all pre-engineered they drive they yeah, deliberately right? drive up the housing in Washington so that lobbyist money can come in and
1: oh jeez that's some that's some dirty right. magic right there. I like that all right he's gonna be living in a Monsanto manor in a little bit. Just wait all right, as attendance dips, churches change to stay relevant for a new wave of worshipers. They're busting out the tarot cards, yeah right I mean. Religion has been degrading in this country for God knows how long. So, I, I guess churches would have to, honestly, but but really, like, how hip are you going to get to get anyone new? What's what are you going to do? They've been trying to do that. I mean, I don't know. I grew up in the South where we had youth groups, cool skateboard and pastor and shit, and it All didn't you to right? sit and
0: turn your chair backwards. <laughs> yeah, just turn the chair backwards. And the kids hey, are like, "Rap oh.
1: about God." It's cool. <laughs> I just think that organized religion or even not even greatly organized just motherfuckers in a in a building, I I feel like that's on the way out. It's just not it's just not something that is relevant to most people's lives. I know a lot at least the people that are in my sort of wheelhouse, a lot of motherfuckers like Go to get up early on a Sunday to go to a building. Nah, I don't like one. I I either don't have time or I'm just no way inclined to do it. It's just not it it doesn't fit in with the culture of the working class. It doesn't fit in with anybody that's like going to school, anything like that. It's just not something important. And the other thing is that Christianity is now very strongly associated with a certain political ideology that is abhorrent. So, yeah, I mean, that's the easy answer. Despite what despite what cool Mr. Jesus had to say about like giving giving your possessions away to the poor and healing the sick and, you know, all that stuff. The people that are part of his fan club seem to want people to die in the streets. So it's very hard for anyone to get down with that. Well, you two are actually the ones I want to ask about this more than anything, because I think you both have a very different perspective on this. Especially because Matt came into the occult later in life, but still not really during the occult revival that's been going on in kind of recent years. And you and I kind of got into magic at the tail end of the 2000s. So, so do you guys think that the the occult revival we're having now is part of that. Like, you know, like the decline of like organized religion and stuff. Is it, is it, are people reaching out to find like occult answers because of the decline of these kind of major religions or is it sort of a separate phenomenon? You think
0: it probably, I mean, I think everything plays into everything. So it probably plays into it a little bit, but I think more than that is the revival is because the shit's getting fucked really quick and people tend to get religious when it's going downhill fast and there there's just not an interest in the church. So people getting religious now equals being a witch or something instead of going to Sunday school. Yeah.
1: I think that one of the hallmarks of the occult revival periods is seeing dogmas break down. And who are the holders of dogmas? Religious orders, political orders, uh you know, social institutions. So when you see dogma breaking down where there are the the tried and true answers that we all sort of accepted culturally start falling apart, naturally the weird fringe stuff is going to come up. And that's – I so I would say that the same reason that you're seeing – increased political extremism in in every direction is the same reason that you're seeing witches come out of the woodwork. Yeah. I I think both of your guys answers really go together too, because it's people start looking for religion when they feel disempowered. People start getting overtly political when they're getting, when they start feeling disempowered. So it's, it's, it's it's a similar problem. I think a lot of people and I think it's really different for people like us who don't have particularly hardcore spiritual aspects to our magic, because we're all you know we're all chaos. We're all a lot more. I'm just doing this because I know it fucking works. You know, like I, right? I don't think. Well, you know, I've never even asked you this, but, Matt, I don't know if you have any particular like spiritual connection to what you do magically.
0: I do but it's not it's very Mm non-traditional it's spiritual in not so much I don't know like remember that time I sent you a message in the middle of the night and I was like oh my god I just watched Groundhog Day and this is my new religion yeah (laughs) yeah there we go and then a deer approached me yeah yeah. the deer into the woods right and (laughs) and that's how I knew it was right like so that's (laughs) Spiritual, but it's not like what you expect to see in the dictionary when you look up the word "spiritual,"
1: right? Yeah, it's 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 a far stretch away from fucking being a trad cat yeah, or something,
0: yeah. or like I watch well, uh, everything you know, everywhere all at once, and I am like, this is my new religion. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Well, it's it's before we before we started recording, you you made a comment about there was some somebody who was professing a chaos magic belief, but then was talking very specifically and objectively about what they thought the afterlife was yeah poser and i can yeah (laughs) and i can tell you as a as a chaos as a chaos magic person i have no idea if there's an afterlife i have no idea if there's even something that could we could describe as a soul or you know uh, the the hindu like atman like i don't know if any of those things exist i believe that the experience of those things can be very powerful and very real but i i i don't know This this could all just be the weird foibles of a of like meaty gelatin with electricity running through it. I just go with what what I deal with experientially. So I definitely have had like spiritual moments and there's a sort of spiritual aspect to what I do, but I don't have any fucking answers about it either is the problem. Right. Okay. Oh, boy. A month after his 2024 campaign has his fame fizzled. Give me a wild guess, you think they're talking about? Well, I, I can see her. Yeah. Well, there you go. He he got it spoiled. But but you over there oh, across the internet, who do you think this is about? Kanye, right? Close. Very close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. No, it's it's fucking Trump, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Like, uh, yeah, has his fame obviously. fizzled as he's got the top headline on the guardian. Like you're still talking about him. So I don't fucking think so. Everybody, everybody had a shit fit when they thought he was going to get his Twitter back or when he did get his Twitter back. Did he get his Twitter no, back? No. Yeah. And he said some, he said some shit about the constitution needed to be overturned so he could get the presidency back. I oh mean, it's God. just, it's, we're we're being played we're consistently being played and everybody just does it everybody just he says something crazy so people will pay attention and then we all pay attention because we're dumb
0: yeah I mean that kind of happened with a now, vice article recently <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not talking about the vice okay. article.
0: We, but there's a certain occultist there is, who says some something <laughs> crazy for <our> attention. <laughs> consistently, that's his business model. And he wants you to buy a zine for
1: $15.99. Oh, uh, man. Are we... <laughs> are we going to do I this? Really, <laughs> no, no, let's, let's not do it now. But I think we really do need to record i think we talked about the the idea of like doing the little blurb episode like the mini episode you know where what we just describe this we, we just say hey here's what happened we will we'll have matt back on for the vice special oh my god it'll be great i oh. mean it won't be okay, great yeah I we're guess just gonna he sit was... here and cringe the entire time <laughs> well because he was he was a he was minorly involved in it as well Oh, i have, no idea, you're, you're, I have
0: but... no idea what you're saying
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, all
0: right Oh, okay. My lawyers have advised <laughs> me,
1: oh boy, that, not to get into a magical war. <laughs> um, well, because we talked about Kanye for the last like two episodes and we just brought him up. I guess we just do we give the highlight of what happened, what Kanye did in the aftermath of getting banned off Twitter? Not even exactly sure the exactly what thing? Kanye
0: did, but didn't he some shit about being Hitler? <laughs> That's what yes, I heard.
1: he said, I'm the reincarnation of Hitler, and I have come. No, no. I don't know if you're joking or not. I know, it's right? right that's here. the worst part. So, <laughs> Kanye ended up on the Alex Jones show. Because mm. of course you do at that point. Of course this is the do lowest you can point. get at this point. Oh. And he just, he he said what everyone, well, no, he said what <laughs> no one expected him to say. And everyone was praying that he wasn't going to say. He said, you know, I really kind of like Hitler. Mother and the, of God. the best part is alex jones alex jones who we all know is a complete fucking <laughs> shill and doesn't believe anything he actually fucking says because he's just in it for the money he's looking at kanye with like the motherfucker you went too far you can't say some <laughs> shit like that you're and he tried he tried to give him an out he was like you know he started talking about like all right, well i understand you're into fashion and uh you know, I, I get you know, the Hugo Bosch uniforms from the Nazis are very um, aesthetic and interesting. But, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if I want to agree with that. You know, Hitler was, uh, you know, was good. And then Kanye immediately goes, no, no, I like lots of things about Hitler. Ugh. <laughs> so so here's my here's my guilty pleasure here. Right. If Alex Jones didn't talk so much political and talked more just absolute insanity. I would. Lo- I'd watch him all the time.
0: Oh yeah, I used to buy tablets because right? they're. When, oh,
1: right. When know what Alex Jones. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. When Alex Jones. When Alex Jones describes, he goes like Hillary Clinton is a interdimensional black bellied mosquito, which is an actual quote. It's fantastic. When he says stuff like that, when he talks about the Stargates that they're trafficking people through into other dimensions, like those sort of stuff, I'm so on board. It is so <laughs> funny. I it's just the greatest stuff. Yeah. But the problem is is that for me to like to for me to get the crazy stuff that I find really amusing, I have to support the same dude that's saying like uh, this those children didn't really get shot. These were all actors. Mm, so it's just like, eh, ah, yeah. ain't I don't want to give I don't want to give anything to this guy, even if it's just like a pissant view on his YouTube or whatever the fuck. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't really want to support that. Yeah, no.
0: There's the other problem too. where but, even if even if it was just the crazy stuff that we think is funny, someone is else is listening to it and thinks it's serious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't think it's funny at but all. Look at, yeah. They're loading yeah. up their
0: interdimensional get- mosquito swatter as we speak.
1: Well, you got in some trouble with that recently too, right? Because you posted the the meme with the screenshot of uh the Alex Jones at Bohemian Grove picture, right? Oh yes.
0: Yeah. I got called a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, guy, I just I just throw shit at the this, wall and see what sticks. This is a meme, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's.
1: Yeah.
0: My page does not represent my views at all
1: oh <laughs> don't that's, you know the, how this that's works? the disclaimer we need
0: <laughs> i have other people signed into my page posting shit christine is responsible for 99 percent of my content like, oh
2: boy but
1: that's yeah the, I, I forgot. That that's the disclaimer we need for all our memes too is like this page does not represent what we actually think yeah that especially if it has something to, that we posted on twitter yeah. that is definitely not our views
0: well, you know, mm. I hate because that treads oh, dangerously yeah. close to like I know there are people out there who say shitty things they do believe, and then the minute you call them on it, they're like, "Bro, it's just me, I'm just joking, bro." Right. Why you got to be so yeah. serious? So now it's, it's like, "Fuck, do I look a like that?" Act. Do I look like that now to that guy? Because, but I swear to God, I don't give a fuck about Bohemian girl.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's the line because usually when it's like you know when we're doing it, it's stuff like making jokes about fucking calling people muggles or like, you know, the, remember when we caught them all at Bohemian Grove doing shit and then we didn't do nothing about it. Then when they do it, it tends to be stuff like, Oh, LOL, man, Hitler was sure was great. Wasn't he? Oh yeah. Like, the, oh, man, the Holocaust actress. didn't happen. LOL. No, it's just a meme, bro. It's, it's just, just, it's a, just meme. a joke. Where's your sense of humor? Yeah. Uh, all right. Is that enough? Is that going to be Kanye's defense? You think?
0: I don't even know. Bro,
1: I know I was in person doing an interview, but that was a meme. That was <laughs> that a verbal was a meme. meme.
0: <laughs> I saw on like broken clock posting or something where one of these conservative guys was like it's just cruel to have Kanye on right now. He is having he needs mental health help. He doesn't need Yeah, like, right
1: he, I mean I I that and that's the
0: thing that That, that was made, Ben Shapiro too. And oh, I was like, holy oh, shit, I, I hate when Ben Shapiro's right about anything. Yeah God
1: it happens like once a year. He gets a once a year thing where he gets to say something that's accurate to reality. Oh man, he was Usually so it's about my that sister's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> no. No Oh God. <laughs> oh God. We got any more headlines? Can I move on? Should I give you uh should I give you a parrot earpiece headline to end out on as a nice Oh uh, yeah, we def we definitely need Parrot Steals the Earpiece headline. Give it to me. All right. Popeye's location shuts down after DoorDash driver video shows cockroaches on the floor. Hmm. No, shows cockroaches on food order.
0: Cockroaches working 40 hours a week to get Popeye's orders out.
1: Yeah, man. Like you're, these are, this is the working class you're talking about right now. Oh God. someone's going to uh, clip ex- that and say that I just called a- the working class cockroaches. Me, excuse me, Gregor. Gregor Samsa, you're you need to come do your shift at the Popeyes.
0: Popeye's chicken is so good, I would just move I would just flick the cockroach off and yeah, right. that's still my order.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey man, I it, you only got so many of them chicken Look, sandwiches, the, dude. Did you get the spicy? The spicy kills the germs. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Done a lot more for a lot less. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that's probably enough news for this one. So. Well, we all know what season it is, right? What, uh, it, like the eleven herbs, herbs and spices season, or
0: oh yeah, yeah, the Colonel's secret recipe.
1: <laughs> it's Christmas season, guys. <sighs> Sacré bleu! <laughs> which is which is appropriate that we're doing the Christmas episode now that we have a guest on because we did the Halloween episode, and you know we didn't do a Thanksgiving episode because Thanksgiving's not a real holiday, <laughs> so. But
0: The reason for the season is an episode of Tales from the Crypt where they explain that the Grither comes on Christmas
1: to <laughs> murder you. Oh, God, you jumped in way early. I love it. <laughs> so wait, do, do, we, do we want to start with the history of Christmas and like its pagan origins and such, or do we want to just go right into the wacky and wild world of Christmas traditions that you don't know about? I feel like, especially with this podcast, everybody knows that Christmas started with some weird pagan stuff, and a lot of the stuff that we do now is, you know, reappropriated pagan imagery, and at the same time, who the hell cares? We've been celebrating Christmas for hundreds and hundreds of years at this point. Who cares if the tree is actually like, you know, a Saturnalia thing or what the fuck ever?
0: Um, and, that would be Quakers, right? Or Yeah,
1: right. They they care a lot. <laughs> In fact, the Puritans were you know, really big on that for a long time. They were like, I, how dare you? How dare you? I actually my my current job, I there was a point where there was a guy who was a Jehovah's Witness and he caused an altercation between a couple people because he referred to Christmas as paganry. And uh the other Christians got really mad about that. <laughs> Uh, that's a good way to start a fight at work i mean i'm just saying you know just like christ Mm -hmm. they hated him for he spoke the truth (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was before although it was also before i got there so i'm not sure if he just said that's pagan shit or if he got like really heated about it (laughs) but anyway
0: (laughs) you're worshiping a tree
1: yep all right so the tree's real all right, so I guess we're going to go right into the weird Christmas holidays uh, tradition stuff. So the Yule Goat, you guys know about this one? Oh, yeah. Is that the thing that they try to burn every year? Yeah, it's Wicker Man for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yule Goat? Like, I've never a heard of the of Yule it, Goat. That's horrifying. Right. The Yule Goat has been a Swedish Christmas symbol dating back to ancient pagan festivals. Of course. However, in 1966, the tradition got a whole new life after someone came up with the idea of making a giant straw goat now referred to as gavel goat. I I, I apologize to all of our Swedish listeners. I did not say that right. (laughs) According to the official website, the goat is more than 42 feet high, 23 feet wide and weighs 3.6 tons. Oh, we're in Monster Manual territory. Yeah, right. Each year, the massive goat is constructed in the same spot. Fans can even watch a live stream and so on and so forth. And I, it doesn't say anything about lighting on fire, but I was under the impression that they straight up wicker man that shit. That's great. I never no, heard of no, no. goat. No, no, no. The whole point. No, no, no. Because the, the thing is, is that it's been an ongoing thing where vandals will do something to destroy the goat, namely lighting it on fire. Like, it gets destroyed nearly every year. Oh, that's fucking terrible and awesome at yeah, the same time. I, I kind of love that. Well, and and I think, if I remember, like, people actually make the effort to try to hide it or protect it and stuff like that. And then people just, people lose their fucking minds, apparently. Sweden just really needs a Burning Man. Year. That's what it is. They're like, no, we need yeah, Burning so, Man. We're going to have Burning so the They're not, yeah, so they're not intentional. It's the, the arsonist's stuff is not an intentional part of the festivity. It's, it's criminal behavior for the season. (laughs) All right. But, but, you know, we celebrate a guy breaking and entering into your home and leaving stuff. So, you know, maybe crime is a little Christmassy.
0: Sometimes he kisses your mom. (laughs) Mm.
1: Oh God. Uh, Where's the one I wanted to talk about? If I can find it, where the hell is this thing?
2: <laughs> Santa? Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa
1: Claus. You guys,
0: have you guys seen Santa's Slay? Because that's my tradition.
1: <laughs> is that your tradition, Santa's Slay? I watched
0: Santa's Slay. Oh, it's God, that's
1: fucking horror great. A movie
0: starring Fran Drescher and that Goldberg guy from wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen it. Can I talk about the one that I like the the, the Welsh Mari Mood, or however you say it? Okay, good. Fuck yeah, yes, Fuck the horse <laughs> skeleton that you have to have a rap battle with, or he, he takes your stuff. It's a uh, it's a custom found in South Wales. The tradition entails the use of a hobby horse, which is made from a horse's skull, and it's mounted on a pole, and you decorate it up. and uh, Apparently, dates back to the eighteen hundreds, and it carried on into the 20th century and I guess now it's still a thing the whole point was that groups of men would like carry the horse around to different houses and uh they'd start you know they, they, as they're going they're doing little festivities and stuff like that but the whole point is that they would go up to a house and they would like bang on the door and they would be like let me in <laughs> let me like you gotta let me in I'm the Chris, I'm the skeletal Christmas horse you must let me in and uh they would do it through song and rhyme and the point that you would have to respond back about, no, this is why I'm not letting best. you in and you have yeah. to like rhyme back at them. And yeah, and basically you have to keep coming up with responses and excuses why you can't let the, the dread lich horse into your house and if you, if you fail to uh, deter <laughs> – the the magic wrapping horse ghost monster you have to give in you have to let people in and give them food and drink, which is just like everything That's you so want about a crazy old, old world custom America, is there. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a, versus
0: just like capitalism and scaring the shit out of your children. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and holding things over their heads, you're not going to get any fucking presents. <laughs> if you don't go do what the fuck I tell you to go do. But there, there—that's some fun shit, and it ends mm, in what? It yeah. culminates in you come yeah. in and you have I mean, a drink with me,
1: right? Oh, fuck, that's yeah. so wholesome. It's you know it, that's the difference because we're they're like oh yeah, creepy yeah. horse skeleton, yeah. but you know it's a it's it's wholesome by the end of it because you just have a drink and you had a fun time, you know you know strengthening your bars and shit. Where in America we're just doing uh, levels of trauma to our children by. First off, implying that your home is not secure. A fat old man (laughs) on a magic fucking sleigh can break in at any fucking time. And also that if you don't behave, you won't be rewarded with any of the good things that I know I'm going to get you because I'm your parent. Uh, Don't forget that he's always watching you and knows everything you do. The fucking Santa Panopticon.
0: (laughs) I don't like that Jesus fellow. (laughs) People stop believing in when they find out Santa's not real. Oh, should I have said that?
1: Mm. But yeah, I, I, I heard of that tradition a while back and it's, I, I would really even just be interested in watching like a recording. Oh, I, I feel like yeah. that, that would be an interesting it thing to put watch a, GoPro like a camera and right follow cool those people. Yeah. It sounds like a really fun time.
0: So you get horse's
1: yeah. eye view. Honestly, I just oh, think we on should the horse. That Yeah, yeah. that would be yeah. perfect. Cause let's just be honest. I mean, if you don't get shot, that's the only problem of doing it in America is you might get shot, but if you don't get shot, it's going to end in a good time. I can guarantee it. All right. And then you roll oh. up on some you roll up on the sound. <laughs> house and he just fucking yep. schools you. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, never mind. We're All going right. to the we're going to the, the next cats? house." <laughs> I only know Little elbow uh, I saw a meme about the old me. cat. I don't know much more. All right. So, isn't it a isn't it like a kaiju? <laughs> what like Godzilla? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: It's a huge, giant cat. Yeah, isn't it supposed <laughs> it to be like a giant?
1: It's like a giant you. cat roaming <laughs> the story right? of the. It's okay. Apparently, it's it's called the. It's gonna. Do, oh it, yeah. God, man! I apologize to all of our Icelandic and Swedish listeners because I cannot say this. If you can't, if you can't pronounce it, it's Yule cat, bro. If you can, if you know you can't, <laughs> yeah, pronounce all right, it, okay, why fine. You'll try. The story <laughs> of the Yule cat likely dates back to the Dark Ages, though the oldest written accounts are from the 19th century. In any case, much like Krampus, the Yule Cat has long been a Christmastime enforcer of good behavior. According to the Icelandic tradition, anyone who finishes their chores before Christmas would get new clothes as a reward. Meanwhile, lazy children who didn't get their work done would have to face the Yule Cat. Fucking murdered. Literally, you don't do your chores, you don't get your new Christmas clothes. You're getting fucked. You're the just cat's gonna, get, gonna this this disembowel cat's gonna you. Just fucking eat yeah. your fucking skin. You're gonna be fucked. I love that idea. I mean, I, we're just talking about all the problems of traumatizing your children. Oh, I know. What, yeah. what, but still, I love what this do they imply idea of Christmas a chore ultimate, Exactly, a skeleton. Not not at not nearly. Yeah. It's a cat that
0: fucking kills you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a giant a giant cat monster that is going to like just eat you because you were a bad kid. Yeah, you notice that. In, in a weird way, though, because I, I, we're joking about the holding it over your head, where it's like Santa's not going to bring you anything. That is honestly a very benign punishment compared to Krampus, away, which is yeah. like I think doesn't yeah. Krampus just like beat you up and then whisk you away into like yeah, run it. You're you're in child slavery after that, and then the Yule cat that is just going to kill you. I mean, I I guess like getting coal is is pretty. Have either pretty you gotten for Christmas before? No. What kind of shit parent? No. I
2: can't <laughs> I'm just imagine, saying, like, did like, okay, you imagine I'm that? Say, that if, you're a,
1: if you're a parent. It, yeah, if you're a parent and you're like, you actually got coal or something for your kid because they were like, what? Because they were bad. That just means you're a bad. If you if you have a bad kid, it's because you're not handling your kid right. <laughs> okay, let's see. Everyone knows Krampus. Obviously, we ran over that one. Do you guys know Frau or Chat? It's an Austrian and Bavarian thing. She's a witch who slits your bellies for being bad and then stuffed your corpse stuffed your corpse with straw. That's brutal. Like negative negative witch stereotypes again. God oh, boy. that's true. Oh, yeah. It's a
0: negative witch stereotype. Think of all the Think of all the weight I would lose if you stuffed me full of straw. <laughs> yeah. Be like twenty pounds of <laughs> bowels. Just dissed. And then some
1: Swedish dude or but then you'd be stuck with straw and somebody would want to burn you. You guys know about Hans Trap?
0: From Die Hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It isn't Christmas until Hans Trap is falling. According to lore, Hans Trap was a local man renowned for his greed and unscrupulousness. He used witchcraft and deals with the devil to become rich. But he's a good magician. We know that much. After being excommunicated from the Catholic church, he lost his wealth and social standing. So he took to roaming the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. At some point, Hans Trapp became consumed with the idea of tasting human flesh. He lured a shepherd boy to his death, then cooked him over a fire. Before Hans Trapp could take his first bite, however, God finally feeling that things had gone too far. Wait a minute. That's, what the when, fuck, God, God? that's when God decided That's where you to draw the line. <laughs> like, all right, man. Like, I know you just killed this kid and roasted him, but you're not taking a bite of him. That's yeah, just I don't mean a bites. bite. That's
0: crazy. The kid's got to fucking die because God's <laughs> off the clock. He Up, comes I've in seen Monday enough. morning. Oh, shit, he's going to take a bite.
1: Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Holy fuck. He's going to eat. <laughs> i'm fine with the child <laughs> murder my book is full of that That's so but fun. i draw the line oh, probably at just because it's not kosher <laughs> the only reason god damn it <laughs> literally <laughs> okay the cali okay so, well, hold on, real quick Go can ahead. i just can we just stop for a second sure okay one i don't understand how this is christmas related at all <laughs> right
2: that's Sounds just like horrifying just
1: but second se- is, is the idea is he another one of the is he another one of the the advent enforcers where it's like if oh, you yeah, don't behave that's, all. That, the, that's the, the, you already knew where well, this was going the second he's thing, just gonna show up. he's gonna well, eat your flesh is, if you're bad that's well, all god it. will stop him well, good. No, but hold on. This is a fucking supervillain story here where it's like, oh, he lost all of his money and sought vengeance, dressed up as a scarecrow and started attacking Like, what the...
0: Yeah, I don't
1: understand. Either that or it's honestly, in a weird way, this is maybe... uh, Boy, I'm going to do it's this. It's bad writing. It's it's fucking it's it's <laughs> script. It, this is, is like over. Lovecraft, though. <laughs> this sounds like some weird Lovecraft shit where it's like he's doing he was he used yeah. magic. He like, look, he used magic to get wealth. And then like the the church excommunicates him and he goes completely nuts. And he's like now it's cannibalism. He was probably doing it to summon one of the old ones. Yeah. No, but you know, you like, see, this, but if it was Lovecraft, there's no God that's going to stop it. All the gods in Lovecraft are just like, yes, flesh. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's the only Mm -hmm. non-Lovecraftian... It's like God versus... Christian God versus Lovecraft.
1: Oh, man, dude. Fuck Freddy versus Jason. That's what I want to see. I want to see Yahweh versus Cthulhu.
0: Big, giant, like, filmed over a tiny city like the old Godzilla movies.
1: Oh, God, right? (laughs) Cthulhu
0: and shit. No, in fact, that's exactly
1: what I I want (laughs) to do in a a rubber Cthulhu suit and a guy in, like, a fucking, like, frat toga with a fucking Zeus beard just, like, duking it out are just a
0: giant you're just you describing you're just describing
1: durla <laughs> with a ba- big baby jesus
0: The <laughs> so baby oh jesus god. versus cthulhu but they're the same scale
1: giant baby jesus versus cthulhu all right yeah i'd watch that this is a million dollar idea fuck it we're going into <sighs> cmn films cuz this is going to be the best we're going to make a million dollars off of this oh god all right i guess we got a couple more fucking weird christmas things Hallie can't story. Is, 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 is that the theme though? Is that most of these are like, again, the, the Christmas time good kid enforcement squad? Oh yeah, because that's all. The, what other reason okay. do you have? Because you got Santa already. You can't just come up with a, like a better version of Santa. No one's going to vibe with. I came up with a better version I of could, God
0: and it's Santa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the one thing we talked about is that I'm wondering if uh, St. Nicholas is like, you notice that because he's, he was, a he was a, uh, a Catholic saint, but now he's totally just the Christmas guy. I'm wondering like, what, like, did, are, I'm sure there has to be like prayers and stuff that are like, what do you at Like, what do you, but I, I just can't imagine one of the prayers are just like, uh, Oh, St. Nicholas, please bring me that present. You
0: write a, a please letter please kill to see- my fucking kids. <laughs> they don't do what I say. Please God. <laughs> Please Saint Nicholas kill my kids, <laughs> by a giant cat or some such.
1: Oh, there you go. I've Actually, been
0: there as a parent,
1: Yeah. I've been pushed that far.
2: <laughs>
1: Please God, you're honest at least. <laughs> I, 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 because we asked, I have to find out now what what is Saint Nicholas the saint of? Killing kids. Killing kids. <laughs> it says it right here on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Was I right? No, God damn it! He's the he's the saint. Why would there be a saint of that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know,
0: because maybe they should have fucking went.
1: They got got a saint for everything. Maybe they should
0: have did their chores. That's why. (laughs) Maybe they should have fucking picked up their room.
1: Look, they didn't get the Christmas clothes. They go into the cat. That's all we're talking about. That's it. That's it. We're done. You had every chance. (laughs) Um, He's the saint of of, of children. Murder. Travelers, sailors, fishermen, merchants, broadcasters. Oh, hey! okay. St. Nick's yeah. our dude, apparently. Right. What the fuck? Hell yeah, just in time. That's but that's fantastic. the thing. Were there broadcasters when St. Nick was alive? Can you be a saint of something that you have no idea how it even fucking works? No, there's a saint of the internet and internet
0: workers because they just like retrofit. Oh. Well, the old version of what? would be like the internet today oh that's so That's they, so, yeah, that's they it in that's like so when saint, you got a boss what it that's probably like, means have been in is the that...
1: industry for 45 years <laughs> and you're like yeah back when we didn't even fucking pay people right what the hell are you you have no you should not be doing this job you are not qualified so what it means is that saint nicholas probably like yelled at people in the streets and that's kind of like what broadcasters do <laughs> so <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Also, the the falsely accused, repentant thieves, brewers, pharmacists, archers, unmarried people, pawnbrokers. I don't know if I said that one already. Hmm. And then it's like also just like Greece and Russia and Moscow. So it's like, I guess you just got the Russian Navy. Oh, that's not there. That's the perfect one. The Russian Navy. Man, they need to be praying to St. Nick right now, apparently. Mm. Wow. Well. Either you have any other weird Christmas traditions that you want to talk about?
0: Uh, elf on a Shelf can get butt. Just want to go on record yeah, and say that.
1: Everybody seems to hate Elf on a Shelf. I can't think of anyone that really likes, like, I, I don't get it. It's weird. I don't know why you want to do it. I don't know what kid would be comfortable. Like, I'd be weirded out by that. Plus,
0: it's just not the thing. You can't make up a new thing. The right, tradition yeah. is Santa. Quit adding to it.
1: Yeah, we've had enough.
0: <laughs> I hate that so much.
1: I was gonna say, you don't do Elf on a Shelf with your kids, do you? Fuck no. Thank I God. I would
0: feed them to the <laughs> Yule Cat before we did Elf yeah. on a Shelf. <laughs> All
1: right, that's what we're getting here. Is that uh, <laughs> what America really needs is some sort of monstrous entity that is going to threaten your child's lives if they don't behave? Well, um... called your parents. <laughs> Yeah, it's my parents at least i don't know about you yeah, it's mad <laughs> just say that the cops are gonna just say like timmy if you're not good the cops are gonna shoot you well in the third <laughs> That's our season monster.
0: of tales from the dark side the episode season of belief they introduce my favorite christmas tradition the grither
1: the grither who
0: comes and kills and eats the children grither. if they're bad just and kills them. <laughs>
1: just right out the yeah. right off the well, right. He
0: reaches out, he's got hands as big as basketballs. And he reaches out and he grithers you. <laughs> he grithers you. And every time you say his name, just like uh Haster, he, he gets closer and he here you know he's there's a chance he's gonna appear. Oh yeah, it's this whole grither, big grither, thing. grither, grither, no! grither, 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 <laughs> grither. Every time you say that, his ears get bigger until he can fly to you.
1: Oh fuck. What?
0: in the episode season of belief the parents make up this story on the fly and their kids believe oh. it so hard that the grither comes and kills everyone that's fucking great oh my God. so that's some
1: that's some pop culture up, Dad,
0: magic go? right there oh that's friend. the pop
1: that man we should have had that last week on the pop magic shit oh that's great though wow oh, man okay Man, what they should have included was some sort of uh, little safeguard of the myth of, like, here's how you keep the Grither away. Oh, they just got... You do it by behaving. What are you talking about? Well, we both know that isn't going to happen. That's not going to happen. Like, what? Oh, man. Leave a a stake out for the Grither, otherwise he's going to come kick your door in and run off with you.
0: He was born on a ship. He
1: was born on a ship. Yeah
0: born of the fear of all the passengers who thought they were going to sink i remember all this i saw it once when i was six
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <shit. laughs> for some mm. reason well super stuck with me i uh, love that i, episode. I love th- it i yeah
1: i love everything about this i'm gonna have to hunt this down and watch it oh That's definitely really good. well because you mentioned santa sleigh i guess completely off topic but just because i'm curious now do you obviously Santa Slay. but do you have any other Christmas traditions that you do any every, every year that are like weird stuff? Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> um, I, the, the two things I do for Christmas every year is I always listen to manly P hall's lecture on the solar Christmas, like the day before, which is weird. Cause I don't really like manly P hall for the most part. I'm not a big fan, but I always kind of, I just dig that talk. Just on Christmas, you are. Yeah, just on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Manly on Christmas. His his pee hall is pretty cool on Christmas. Oh, Manly pee hall sounds like a.
0: (laughs) I'm just imagining. uh,
1: I'm just imagining you like. You're being a Baja, you're being a real humbug, and then in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, Manly P. Hall comes to you and gives you the secret wisdom of all the ages. She comes down her chimney. Yep. Um and the other thing Boy, I do what day is it? Why it's Christmas Day, sir. Then oh. Manly P. Hall has done it all in one night. <laughs> the other thing I do is a fairly new one, but I watch this movie called um, Christmas in June no 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 it's called fucking like summertime elf or something it's one of those movies that's got like a billion different names because it's a shitty movie that just got put out by shitty people They think the name is the problem right trying new names yeah oh so it is the worst movie you could ever possibly imagine for christmas i'm gonna vaguely describe the plot It santa contacts all the elves in the world by the way elves are just like they look like teenagers and they just kind of walk around everywhere when they're not at the new North Pole, just doing shit. And he context- so They're like,
0: they they blend in with our society. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Except no, they're really awkward they're and
1: weird, and they don't know what's going on because they don't understand elves. that shit isn't the North Pole. Okay, which is weird. You, you thought think- Elf on a Shelf was bad. They're among us, man. They're walking around, <laughs> but they suck at blending in. Yeah, it's like Elf from Elf. Yes, with Will Ferrell. Like legit, it's like that, but they're not quite as funny as Will Ferrell. They're more of just like awkward. Ooh,
0: that's cold because Will
1: Ferrell's not funny. No, no, he's not. <laughs> so they're not as funny as Will Ferrell. So Santa you know, contacts the all Earth. the elves and says, "We have a massive problem. The UN has passed a new doc doc uh, a new proclamation about." disciplining your children so all the children in the world can no longer be disciplined by their parents and they're all ending up on the naughty list we need all the elves to come back to the north pole as soon as possible and we get to see this quote-unquote dystopian kind of world where children we just have roving gangs of (laughs) eight-year-olds that can't be fucking reasoned with because kids are not you're not allowed to spank your kids anymore
0: so that's the the logical next
1: step, right? Is- they, yeah. So they're just doing all this yeah. fucked up they shit, and, and the UN said you can't discipline your kids. <laughs> so everybody's children are now just like crazed hoodlums. Yeah, and so the the, the- and they fix it by bringing back the Yule cat now. <laughs> But these the the two elf characters meet the one good kid left in this little town. Fucking nerd. Exactly, like fucking nerd. You can you can literally do whatever you want, and you're just like, I'm gonna be a good Christian. Because uh. just letting you know, this is that is what this message of this movie actually is: is that it's it's about the UN telling you you can't discipline your kids, and it's about how you need to bring Jesus back. So the long short and story short of this is we go through this whole thing of this little girl in midsummer, by the way, trying to like do a nativity thing to get all the kids to behave. And obviously they don't give a fuck. And they end up tearing up a church over it and shit. And like the bad kid breaks his fucking leg. And then like the, the Pat, the, um, the pastor of the church, like finds him and is like, ah, oh, you broke your leg and the cross fell on you. Cause you're being a little hoodlum and, Just let you know, Jesus still loves you and forgives you, but you gotta be sorry for it. And he has a change of heart and they do the nativity thing and the elves are like, wow, we're still in this movie. (laughs) And then Santa shows up and Santa is horrifying. He looks like, He's melted with fucking like <laughs> nuclear energy. He's like a dude in a bald cap with a beard and it's just not no. looking right. And Santa says to the little girl, like, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, I want the two elves to be able to hang out with me forever. And he's like, well, maybe we can send him out on your birthday. But all right. I just want in like, hey, we tried doing our elf magic and it didn't make the kids act good. And he's like, no, because because Christmas magic cannot change the hearts of men only god can do that
0: oh and then well, santa what the fuck says, is christmas magic right I do, it's, christmas. It's, it's christmas it's all about god it's
1: literally got christ <laughs> in the name dude so then santa gets up and says all right i got a meeting and we just forget about the rest of the movie and then santa ends up in a fucking like boardroom with some random dude in a suit and he's like i'm the junior member from arkansas and they're like <laughs> what the fuck and he's like i remember back when i called for a meeting everyone would show up and he's like well no one cares anymore and that santa rants about how if the un doesn't change its ways everyone's gonna end up on the naughty list forever and it will never be fixed without explaining why this matters
0: yeah like let, should, let me be on the, la- the naughty list yeah who like cares?
1: well who fucking cares Also, the implication that there is a there is a supernaturally powerful old man who lives at the North Pole and gives people gifts, like, and yet no one in government has any interest in figuring out what he wants. I mean, like, because if that really existed, we probably would have blighted him off of the map. We did. We (laughs) killed Santa in, like, 75. Yeah, so the idea that, like, Santa would call a meeting and no one else would show up besides, like, one pissant congressman,
0: is just, you know. They didn't believe it. Granted, I shouldn't be
1: looking <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be looking for logic in this movie, but because I've seen it and it 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 is everything he's saying it is. Oh, I it's, see it now. it's a wild ride. I'll send it to you. It's <laughs> it is one of the most ridiculous things you could ever watch in your life. Uh so that's my tradition. What about you, Blendstein? You got anything? Uh, you know, I honestly, I wish I had I could say I had a good Christmas tradition but I, I I don't really have much. I just sort of I I do have a thing where I tend to spend Christmas Eve like drinking and wrapping all the presents that i bought people but i don't know if that's so much a tradition as just sort of an accepting my procrastination Mm -hmm. where i just know that it's like i'm not gonna get done beforehand i might as well just do it christmas eve because i'm gonna be up anyway and i'm gonna you know all that stuff um
0: i got a question sure is it happy
1: drinking or sad drinking Oh no! It's ha- it's a great time. Oh, okay. I-, I get excited. I'm looking at what I got people, and it's awesome. like, oh yeah, hey, this is really nice. Well, and normally I'm around one or two other people, you know, where I'm telling like, hey, look over, look over here while I wrap your gift. <laughs> that way, okay, now I can go back to doing what I'm doing. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I've been in the room. Like, yeah, so that was <laughs> happening, dude. Like, All right, you got to go away. a yeah, minute, right. I got to wrap this. And I'm like, I've seen it already. Yeah, this one <laughs> You've is been worse, Drinking so. really hard. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, here's one. I don't know, because I know this this is this is like a pretty common one with a lot of people. When you guys were kids, did you guys get to open like one gift on Christmas Eve?
0: Actually, I thought it was normal what we did, but I found out later it was weird. We opened a shitload on yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, the same. Yeah, it was oh, like really? all the presents from humans were opened on Christmas Eve, and then Santa's presents
1: oh. were on Christmas. Oh, Wow, they're going real hard on making you believe that Santa's real with that one, because you're like, all right, here, you can have all your gifts that we got you, and maybe you'll have something in the morning. Yeah, I don't know why my family did that. I thought all families did
0: that, and then the more people I talk to, they're like, no, your family is fucking weird. That's kind of
1: cute, though. I do kind (laughs) of like that, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, we got got one present, and it was always like the shitty present. It was like, here you go. Here's a taste. It's like, ah. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.
0: <laughs> it's the battle. with the apple. Yeah, exactly. I, I
1: just had a coworker. I had a coworker tell me the story that he found out Santa wasn't real because his parents were having a fight, and then the mom let it slip of like, "Fuck it, let's just put all the gifts." It was it was something like, "I'm gonna leave. I'll put all the gifts out later." Hmm. And I was like, "Wait, what? You put out the presents? Does that mean?" And then I was like, "Uh, oh, shit." see the galaxy brain on that little kid. like, there's no Santa. And my parents are getting divorced. <laughs> the best Christmas ever. <laughs> Wait, that, yeah. that means I get two Christmases in the morning.
0: I don't have to be good mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> no Santa. Um,
1: <laughs> I also remember being like a, I, I remember being like five or six and kind of knowing in my head that it's like the Santa thing. Didn't really make sense, and then like asking my folks or like somebody grown in my family about it, and they were like, "What do you mean? There's no Santa?" Nah, t- no. Nah, like they were more invested in the idea of me being a child and having the childlike wonder of believing in Santa than oh. I was, because I was already like, "This seems a little suspect." <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> believe in God. Because we, like we don't six, have a we don't so, have a we don't have a. It doesn't really work <laughs> we don't, so well. You do, it was just don't that thing of, like we don't have a chimney. Mold. How's he get in here? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, alright, well One of my
0: teachers read us a story About Santa not being real And then my mom yelled at her Because that's how
1: I found out uh. <laughs> This is why we can't trust teachers yeah. Can't edge Nope, you want him to teach him About gender
0: Oh no They've got blue sense. hair, I mean <laughs> Come
1: on Jesus Christ He's the reason for the season Alright one last Christmas thing, and then we'll move on. Can anyone explain to me what the hell is going on with k f c in Japan for Christmas uh
0: you should ask Ben that oh i
1: should yeah yeah that's a that's a really entertaining one to me though where like somehow that becomes the thing that people get on on Christmas like in Japan where it's like alright yeah Kentucky Fried Chicken that's a very is. It, do you think it's because the box is red and white so they already had like the Christmas cover like the colors I, guess? I think it's because Colonel Sander looks a lot like do- Santa
0: Pro- I mean mm. they, I feel like they have a different relationship with fast food mascots period over there yeah yeah because you see yeah. all these cosplays where it's like oh Dark Ronald versus <laughs> evil Burger Kingu. <laughs> and,
1: as, we would as never always, do that here no. <laughs> well it just seems like as always Japan has a Japan definitely has more fun with their advertising mm-hmm. and more fun with like their weird cultural nonsense than we do <laughs> which is a shame because that sounds entertaining <laughs> but also here's another one do you guys have like a traditional christmas dinner like like when you think of like christmas like no this is the thing you're supposed to make i know a lot of people say ham i know a lot of people say turkey but i couldn't imagine eating like a roast turkey like a month after thanksgiving just happened i'm kind of turkeyed out at that right. point
0: yeah we have i mean do you want like a general one or like the personal one for my actual own family
1: what yeah, I'd like to hear the one from your family. We we you know, always too.
0: did like in my family, we always did kind of like a potluck where everyone would bring something and everyone would bring the same shit every year. So right. it's like it wasn't mm. like we had a turkey or a roast beast or whatever. It was Aunt Sheila's nacho cheese dip and Uncle Chris's green bean casserole. And so it was just. It, it wasn't necessarily this big thing that's traditionally Christmassy, but it was our own private little tradition.
1: See, that's really nice. It, what this is really, this conversation is really just telling me it's like, man, I wish I had more Christmas traditions that like I could actually fall back on, but I just don't, you know. <laughs> the one tradition we had growing up was Christmas Eve. We got a chick. Dad was like, "I'm not fucking. I have to cook."
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keeping it real nice. Yep. nice i'm getting too old for this shit. i'm too old for this shit i'm
1: getting too old for this shit <laughs> all right well with that i guess all we right. go to the nice little palate cleanser of every episode and we have another person here so we get to ask them as well so matt how goes the work um actually i'm taking a little break the work right now
0: is self-care
1: under fucking rated
0: yeah so i haven't been working on the app which will kill me like literally oh instead of sleep i can code all night i haven't been doing a ton of uh rituals or anything i've just been kind of trying to stick my head down and do normie shit for a while and just try to get eight hours sleep for a change try to just taking a little break before i dive all the way back in i still do a little bit of like i'll on my lunch break, I do the LBRP. Uh, or who cares? um I do a little meditation, but I don't do any like big giant workings lately. Been Let's, taking a little break.
1: That's that's good stuff. I mean, you need that. I, I've I've told everyone multiple times. I think you have to be able to take a step back from what you're doing. You just you just have to because if you spend, I mean, I think Cornell West had a quote about like. You know, you, you can't be in love all the time because, you know, you got to wash your ass, drink some water, you know? It's like, and it's the same thing with magic. You can't be, I, you know, I get it. Many people will tell you the great work <laughs> has to happen at all wash times. Wash your ass, dude. Drink some <laughs> I, mean, wash I mean, seriously. Your ass drink some water. Wash your ass, drink some water. It's not <laughs> it's good it, advice. You're going to, yeah.
0: Gotta stay hydrated. You, you gotta ain't gonna get hydra- no
1: bitches if you don't wash your ass and drink some water. <laughs> You're gonna be too high dehydrated to fuck, man. They're gonna be looking at you with your dry ass skin going, it's man, he's wobbling on his knees. I'm not into that. He got crusty lips and a crusty ass. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Whenever I take a break like that, too, I always come
0: back stronger and, like, have some big epiphany when I come back. Or, like, oh, right. something really works really well when I come back. It's like... Yeah.
1: I always think about the longest... Well, it's a bit like what you said. Sometimes you just got to stop, take a walk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell oh, away from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Astute. like it. I like it. We got we got a nice little thread through this episode. I always think about the longest break I ever took from magic was like a six-month period where I just didn't do any fucking magic at all. Mostly because I was recovering from doing, like, fucking Enochian magic in a desert and having, like, a huge <laughs> fucking crazy fucking thing happen to me. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And when I came back all the magic shit I was doing was just like fucking my life up left and right. I want to hear more of that story? No, you're not. Like, you guys aren't getting it.
0: In the desert doing Enochian magic. We and really need the we else. really
1: need the episode where we talk about the times that cuz you have your whole Enochian desert phenomena and then I've got my I have got the time that I fucked around and played uh, cosmic Trigger games and got Cosmic Trigger prizes, and I almost went totally batshit crazy. Oh. So I feel like that would be a fun episode.
0: <laughs> the critical failure episode.
1: Yeah, there yeah. we go. Fucking Nat One episode. Uh, all right, what about you, Blendstein? You got any... What, what you doing? How's the work going? Well, I can say one thing. I know last episode I mentioned that what I was doing to try to help my beloved get back on her feet wasn't really working, but the the minute I said it ain't really working, she started getting better, so hmm. that was cool. I don't you know i I'm not sure I give myself the win, but I am really happy that she's feeling a lot better um I will say I did one thing afterwards that like almost like I got off of the phone recording with you, and I did something, and I was like, oh, okay, hey that maybe that helped." You know, I mean, at the same time, it's with when somebody's ill, you're kind of doing everything. You're you're trying to do everything you physically can, making sure they've got medicine and you're making sure they eat, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it the magic. It can't hurt, I guess. I think you do get the win on that. (laughs) There you go. A partial third party giving you the win.
0: Yeah, I I had a... Uh, Validation. The way you described it sounded exactly like an experience I had where it was like I was doing this thing every day, every day, every day, and it's not working. And then when I stopped doing it, it worked. So I think it's that non-attachment thing where it's like you you were stuck in the part where you're charging the sigil, but you never did the part where you let it go. And the minute you let it go, boom, it worked. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, well, cool. All right, you know what, that...
0: Sometimes you got to know when to stop. It's like blackjack. Yeah. You can't just keep doing the working. You got to stop doing the working and put it out of your mind. Let it go out into the universe and let it it, happen.
1: Let it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, as as far as everything else, I I, I haven't really done much this week. It's this, this week has just been a sort of a drag on me. Well, but what about you? I want to hear how your, uh, your fantastical ninth degree, uh, sexy stuff went. (laughs) The look Matt gave give me when vivid, you did that, that was just enough to like vivid make me details. never want to talk about this again. <laughs> I need vivid details. Describe um, it. Well. I will let you know that there's a particular bit that Crowley wrote in the ninth degree about initiating others into the ninth. Degree. And I think that that was a tremendous success. I will say that much. As far as what results it's gotten me, I'm in the moment where I'm just waiting to see what happens. But I have every indication that this shit has been working really well, which is good because I need the win right now. I will um Man, again, if I if I come it. if I come back next week with a much sexier voice and a a a personality that isn't just talking shit all the time, then I guess you know it won. But, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. A Christmas miracle. Those are the things I like about you, though. Uh Never mind. I have to undo my entire work. Okay. Well, and with that, this has been Chaos Magic News, the only news podcast that has not been devoured by the Yule. As always, if you have a bizarre Christmas tradition that no one else quite understands, just say it's Icelandic. <laughs> You can check us out on Twitter at Chaos Magic News. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Chaos Magic News. And we have the wonderful website, chaosmagicnews.com, that every day we thank Matt from Chaos Hero for actually building for us. We don't say it enough, but there's a reason he's our favorite, people. He's kind of the fucking best. Mm
0: -hmm. Bribery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Matt, do you have anything you want to plug while we're here? um no i'm good we didn't say chaos white, white, castle. white castle
0: <laughs> yeah, white go castle yeah go to white castle and buy <laughs> a box of white castles they're delicious <laughs> they're they're cheap you you'll thank me later
1: oh man all right well and with that we will see you all next time oh wait we didn't give anyone the last word who wants the last word you know what? I, I I don't have anything witty to say. White so Castle. I think, White Castle. White Castle. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. All right, and we will see you all next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. All righty. Cool. I'm go get
0: another beer before, so I don't have to get up in the middle of. The oh
1: episode. yeah, no, that is. See, this is, we should have Matt on more often because he's <laughs> got for great that. ideas.
0: This is the logistics.